We're going to be uh, going into our message time in just a minute, and I want to let you know that we have Bibles that are in the back. I believe there's some out there that people can use, or you can use your phones if you have an app, and I'll be directing us to that in just a minute. But there are a couple things I want you to know about in our community, in our, in our family that are going on. First of all, we believe this is a season for giving of ourselves. This is not about us. It's about Christ, and it's about our community. And one of the ways that we're doing that is a special Christmas year-end effort, uh, an offering uh, for our local ministries and global missions that we support. And we want you to know about that. And in fact, we'll get up on there the list of the different missions and ministries that we're going to be supporting, including the Lighthouse Rescue Mission, which is right across the railroad tracks. Love in the name of Christ, our new neighbors here, the Care Pregnancy Center. Go ahead and put those up on the screen if you could. Uh, we have uh, also our global mission partners, the Jones and the Skeenstras, and uh, we support a work that goes around the world. And so if you want to give to that, whether it's small or large, it's not about the quantity, it's about the heart, it's about the quality of your gift in terms of just being grateful for the gift of Jesus. And so um, there are boxes in the back. There are special envelopes you can use. You can give online through our website, sunrisecommunity.org, and our, uh, our phone app, the Generosity uh, app. You can learn about that as well. So we want you to know about it. But I'm also excited to tell you, uh, además de la ofrenda del fin del año para misiones globales y locales, hay otra cosa, and that is that this Friday, we're going to convert this space into a... I don't know what you would call it, but it's going to be a family time around the tables to hear the songs of the season, a Christmas concert, and we have tables with desserts and uh, all kinds of sweet things, and if you're not into sweet things, I'm sure there's going to be some other things. I've made a special picante salsa. I'll dare you to try it, okay? So things like that. It's going to be fun. And if you are sponsoring a table, we want you to be ready for that. We'll have instructions for you outside the door. Si están hospedando o haciendo una mesa para el concierto de Navidad, va a haber instrucciones afuera en una mesa después del servicio. If you are just interested in attending, but you haven't received a personal invitation from someone, please sign up and we want you to be here. We will have spaces and places for anyone and everyone that we can. We'll, we'll max out this room if we can and uh, it will be a beautiful evening as we sing together. Si, si quieren venir y nadie les ha invitado, está bien, inscríbanse y vamos a encontrar un espacio para ustedes además. So, I want to invite you to look with me at just a few verses from God's word that will be the, the focus of our time together. It's from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 through 12 on what is our third Sunday of Advent. You see from the candles there, this is our third Sunday. Este tercer domingo de Adviento, vamos a mirar Mateo capítulo 2, versículos 9 al 12. And we're in kind of a, a study, a series during this month. We're looking at how the Gospel of Matthew looks back, how it looks back at Old Testament promises, promises from hundreds of years before, and those promises point forward again to Jesus as the promised king. That's our focus, the promised king. El enfoque de esta serie es el rey prometido, como Mateo usa el Antiguo Testamento para para mostrar promesas que señalan a Jesús como reprometido. So I'm going to read this. Today I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to read these few verses first in Spanish and then I will repeat them and read them in English. Voy a leer primero en español, luego en inglés. 
This is the word of the Lord for us. Let's listen carefully. La palabra del Señor. Después de huir al rey los sabios, siguieron su camino y sucedió que la estrella que habían visto levantarse iba delante de ellos hasta que se detuvo sobre el lugar donde estaba el niño. Al ver la estrella se llenaron de alegría. Cuando llegaron a la casa vieron al niño con María, su madre, y postrándose lo adoraron. Abrien, abrieron sus cofres y le presentaron como regalos oro incienso y mirra entonces advertidos en sueños de que no volvieran a Herodes regresaron a su tierra por otro camino after they had heard the king that's king Herod they the wise men went on their way and the star that they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So if you ever find yourself getting just a bit cynical if you find yourself being a bit ungrateful or hard-hearted or uncaring I'd like to recommend a little antidote that I have found maybe a simple cure si jamás estás ingrato cínico hay un, hay un antidoto que quiero recomendarles it's this Take just a few minutes to watch some videos online of people seeing for the first time or hearing for the first time or perhaps seeing colors for the first time. Vean videos de personas que ven oyen por primera vez. If you look out there, the internet is just full of these videos where people with the help of technology whether it's a, a surgery or whether it's special glasses or whether it's you know cochlear implants or whatever these people are able to experience the world like they've never experienced before uh, sights and sounds hay videos de personas que tienen problemas de vista y del oído que oyen y ven por primera vez And the first reaction that you often see when you watch these videos is that people react by crying. Lloran. But make no mistake about it, these are not tears that come from sadness. They're tears of joy. Son lágrimas por la alegría. I mean, think about it. The blessing of coming out of darkness, a blessing of, of coming out of silence is just, is so great. These people can't contain their delight and it just comes spilling out, overflowing with tears. La bendición de salir de la oscuridad del, de, del silencio tan grande que salen las lágrimas. 
I really wish we could do that right now. I wish we could take just a few minutes uh, to show you some examples of what I'm talking about, but you know, time and copyright considerations get in the way of doing that, so we can't do that right now. El tiempo, los derechos de ley no nos permiten hacer eso, but here's what I want to suggest. Take a moment, sometime, the next week or so, watch a video or two, and you'll find that the delight, the joy is just so contagious that it might inspire your tears to overflow as well. I can say that's happened to me a time or two. Hasta pueden inspirar las lágrimas en ustedes estos videos. Well, with that in mind, I want to turn our attention to the story that we've been looking at and following over the last couple of weeks. Last week, we talked about the Magi, the wise men from Matthew chapter 2, and, and how they came to the city of Jerusalem, and they were asking a basic question. Los reyes magos llegaron a Jerusalén con una pregunta básica. Where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? ¿Dónde está el que ha nacido rey de los judíos? And we saw from that story how uh, unlike King Herod, unlike the priests and the teachers of the law, the wise men were different. The wise men were willing to go beyond the frame. A diferencia de Herodes, los sacerdotes, ellos iban más allá del marco. They were, they were willing to go beyond the, the limits of their normal circumstances in order to find an answer to that question, in order to find this king that had been born, fueron más allá de sus límites para encontrar ese rey que había nacido. Well, today we're picking up that story here in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9, and we read what happens after that. Vemos lo que pasa después, versículo 9. It says, after these wise men had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. La estrella que habían visto levantarse iba delante de ellos hasta que se detuvo sobre el lugar donde estaba el niño. Now there's something unusual. I don't know if you've caught it. Something very highly unusual here. We're talking about a star that moves. Se trata de una estrella que se mueve. It's a star that moves, or at the very least appears to move. I mean, we don't know exactly what this was, but we can probably say this much. This was not an ordinary star. This was not just a natural coincidence in the sky. No fue un fenómeno natural. This was, in some measure, this was a supernatural phenomenon. It was a divinely orchestrated thing that had appeared in the sky this light fue algo orquestado de Dios esta luz and the wise men followed it it gave them guidance and they were willing to go with it all the way to where the child was and it says here something interesting in verse 10 it says when they saw the star they were overjoyed Dice que cuando vieron la estrella, se llenaron de alegría. Now I'm thinking about what does that mean? Were they overjoyed when they first saw the star back in their homeland and traveled thousands of miles? Were they overjoyed when they saw the star over Jerusalem and they were talking to King Herod? Were they overjoyed when it finally stopped? Se llenaron de alegría cuando por fin se detuvo la estrella. Well, perhaps all the way along, but it would seem that what this is trying to tell us is that they were overjoyed when they came to the end of their journey. And it's like this great light in the sky finally 
shined a light on what they were looking for. The bandages came off their eyes, the, the goggles went on, or the, whatever it was, there was a visual aid, and there in front of them was the child. Fue como si las vendas hubieran sido quitadas. Y ahí estaba el niño. They were overjoyed. What's going on here? ¿Qué pasa aquí? Well, there's more going on here than meets the eye. There's something behind this I want to show you that Bible scholars have looked at over the years, Bible experts. Hay algo más allá de lo que se ve. If we look at this story through the lens of the Old Testament scriptures written centuries before, if we look through that lens, if we listen through the megaphone of the Old Testament prophets hundreds of years before, we will see what's going on a little bit better. Si escuchamos los profetas y vemos esto por el lente del Antiguo Testamento, vamos a ver lo que pasa. I want to turn our attention to one of those scriptures, which is from the prophet Isaiah, if you go back in your Bibles, it's in the first half of the Bible, Isaiah chapter 60. We'll get it on the screen as well. The first three verses of Isaiah chapter 60, Isaiah 60, los primeros tres versículos. And I want to highlight verse 2. Verse 2 says, See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you mira las tinieblas cubren la tierra y una densa oscuridad se cierne sobre los pueblos pero la aurora del Señor brillará sobre ti sobre ti se manifestará su gloria there's a word picture here the picture is of the peoples of the world walking in darkness they can't see They're blind. There's a thick darkness. Los pueblos andan en oscuridad, una densa oscuridad. What is this darkness that this is talking about? It's talking about the darkness of sin that separates us from God. It's the darkness of, of ignorance, of deception that leads to, to hatred and strife and war and disease and death and all of the things that makes the world an unsafe place. Es la oscuridad del pecado, el engaño, la ignorancia hasta la muerte. And these people are walking in thick darkness, but it says, the Lord rises upon you. His glory appears over you. La aurora del Señor brillará sobre ti. And then in verse 1, it's like there's this voice calling out with an invitation. Versículo 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Levántate y resplandece que tu luz ha llegado. La gloria del Señor brillará, brilla sobre ti. What is this light that's risen? What is this light that that can call you to rise up and shine, even though you're in the dark. ¿Qué es esta luz que se ha levantado? This light is the promised king. Eso reprometido. It's the, the king that is being predicted. 
It's what Isaiah calls the glory of the Lord. This king is the glory of the Lord that rises upon you. Este rey es el rey prometido, la gloria del Señor. And then verse 3 says this, nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Las naciones serán guiadas por tu luz y los reyes por tu amanecer esplendoroso. The word nations, look at that. There's more there than meets the eye. The word nations is not just referring to a bunch of countries. It's referring specifically to the non-Jewish peoples of the world, the Gentiles or the non-Jews. Se refiere a los gentiles. La palabra naciones se refiere a los no judíos. And it's saying here that the nations, the non-Jewish people will be able to come to this light. Kings, from those nations will come to its dawn. And it's like another scripture that I want to take you to from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Es como Isaías 9, 2. Isaiah 9, 2 says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. El pueblo que andaba en la oscuridad ha visto una gran luz sobre los que viven, vivían en densas tinieblas, la luz ha resplandecido. And then in verse 3 it says something interesting. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. Has hecho que la nación crezca, has aumentado su alegría, se alegran ellos en tu presencia como cuando recogen la cosecha, como cuando reparten el botín. So what is this saying? It's saying that the result of this light that rises upon you is that the non-Jews will be able to come to this light los no judíos van a poder llegar a esta luz and God is going to enlarge the nation God is going to open up the doors and let people into his chosen people who were before excluded unable to come in the Gentiles the non-Jewish people are going to be able to come into and be called the people that belong to God los pueblos uh, no, uh, no judíos van a poder llegar y ser parte del pueblo de Dios. And what's going to be the result of those doors opening up so that the nations can come in? Joy is going to increase. Se va a aumentar la alegría. It will be like seeing for the first time. It will be like hearing for the very first time será como ver y oír por primera vez Matthew 2 verse 10 says that when they saw the star they were overjoyed al ver la estrella se llenaron de alegría literally it, it literally says when they saw the star they rejoiced with a joy overflowing a joy abounding se regocijaron con una alegría desbordante 
What we have here in this little verse is the fulfillment of all of those Old Testament prophecies and promises. Ese cumplimiento de estas promesas. These pagan astrologers, the wise men, they represent the opening of the door of God's light to the nations. Se abre la puerta de Dios a las naciones. It begins with them. And it comes even to us. I don't know about you, but I'm not a Jewish person. But that light has come to you and me. And out of that overflowing joy, then what happens? The overflowing joy that these pagan, non-Jewish astrologers experience is that they give overflowing worship and generosity. Resultado es adoración y generosidad. Look with me at Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. Versículo 11. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh cuando llegaron a la casa vieron al niño con María su madre y postrándose lo adoraron abrieron sus cofres y le presentaron como regalos oro, incienso y mirra they see this child and the result is worship and generosity worship and generosity adoración y generosidad Actually, this, it is believed, is the fulfillment of another promise. One more promise I want you to look at from the Old Testament. It's from Psalm number 72. And again, we'll have it on the screen. El Salmo 72, verses 10 and 11. And this is what it says. The kings of Tarshish and of distant shores will bring tribute to him. That's payment to him. The kings of Sheba and Seba will present him gifts. These are kings from the nations, from the Gentiles. Que le paguen tributo los reyes de Tarsis y de las costas remotas. Que los reyes de Saba y Seba le traigan presentes. All kings will bow down to him and all nations, there's that word, will serve him. Que ante él se inclinen todos los reyes que le sirvan todas las naciones. You see, the light has gone on. And what is the light? The light is the star, yes. This star is no ordinary star, for sure, but the light is more than the star. The light shines upon the real star. This child is no ordinary child. This king is no ordinary king this is the promised king este rey es el rey prometido the star is a light from the Lord that shines the light on Jesus who is the true light from the Lord who's come to people dwelling in darkness he's the glory of the Lord that's risen upon the world to bring light Jesús es la gloria del Señor que se levanta sobre el mundo And these wise men are never the same. In fact, they're shown in a dream. Don't go back to Herod. Don't go back to that king. 
that is in darkness. Les muestran en, en sueños de no volver a Herodes a las tinieblas. Don't go back to where you were. Instead, it says they went home to their own country by another road, by another route. Fueron a su patria por otro camino. Something was different. Now, I don't know. Do you think they really understood everything at that moment? Do you think they really understood that this king was going to then come and die upon a cross and rise again from the dead? Do you think they understood the Trinity? Do you think they understood the Bible? Do you think they understood all the things that we think we've got to have? And yes, those things are important. They didn't understand probably any of that. But you don't need to understand how to see in order to see, do you? No tienes que comprender cómo ver para poder ver. All they knew is that they had seen something. And that someone that they saw changes everything. And the result is what? It's overflowing joy, which results in overflowing worship, which results in overflowing generosity. That's what Jesus does. I don't understand everything about Jesus, but this much I know. He lights up my life. I can see way better with Jesus than without him. Yo puedo ver mucho mejor con Jesús que sin Jesús. So when God reveals to people who are in darkness the light of Jesus Christ, his son, what's going to happen? The result is going to be overflowing joy which then turns into worship and generosity va a haber adoración y generosidad de una alegría desbordante people start opening up when you can see the light of Jesus you start opening up open up not only your treasures like the wise men you begin to open up your heart you begin to open up your life se abren no solo los cofres sino el corazón y la vida I want to take you then forward a little bit in the story past Jesus to a letter from a man named Paul in Colossians chapter 1 and I'm just going to explain this story a little bit Paul is writing to a group of believers who are Gentiles they're non-Jewish people Pablo escribe a no judíos en Colosenses And in Colossians 1.12, he says to them, I'm praying that you will joyfully give thanks to God the Father. Yo pido que den gracias con alegría a Dios el Padre. Why should these non-Jews give thanks? He says, because he has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints of the holy people in the kingdom of light. Él los ha facultado para participar de la herencia de los santos en el reino de la luz. In other words, you Gentiles, you non-Jewish people who were not a part of God's chosen people, you weren't a part of God's holy people, you now are qualified to be a part of God's family. Ustedes que no eran escogidos ya son parte de la familia de Dios. How would that be possible? How could people walking in the darkness of immorality, of idolatry, of ignorance now be called holy people when they're not. ¿Cómo que estos en la ignorancia son santos cuando no lo son? Colossians 1.13 says why. For he, God, 
has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Él nos libró del dominio de la oscuridad, nos trasladó al reino de su amado hijo en quien tenemos redención, el perdón de pecados. Here's the bottom line. Jesus, the promised king of light, has come into our world to shine upon us the glory of the Lord has come to shine upon us to take us out of the rule of darkness into the kingdom of light like Greg said earlier uh, th that the gospel says whoever believes in Jesus has passed from death to life you've passed from darkness to light there's a change it's like seeing for the first time it's like hearing for the first time It's like seeing colors for the first time. Es como ver por primera vez, oír por primera vez. Uno que cree en Jesús pasa de vida a muerte, de luz, de tinieblas a luz. And so what does that mean for us today? What does that mean? ¿Qué significa esto? I think first what it means is we need to get in touch with a really powerful truth. There's a powerful truth here we need to get in touch with. Tenemos que estar sensibles a una verdad profunda, and it's this. Without Jesus, we're all in the dark. We're all in the dark. Sin Jesús estamos en la oscuridad. Doesn't matter how much money we have or how much ability we have, or how much success we have, or how much health we have, how much intelligence we have. It doesn't matter. We're all in the dark of our own sin and despair, and we can't get ourselves out by ourselves. We can't. No importa cuánto dinero, cuánto éxito, cuánto, um, eh, eh, cuánta fama tenemos, no nos podemos extirpar de las tinieblas. But here's the good news. God has sent his son to be the light of the world. The glory of the Lord has come into our world, Jesus, and he's come into this world, the, the king of light, and on the cross where he died, he actually absorbed the darkness of our world into himself. He took it upon himself, our sin, our darkness, our despair. En la cruz, Jesús, la luz absorbió nuestra oscuridad. And then he rose again from the dead. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. Arise, shine, your light has come. El resucitó, la gloria del Señor se ha levantado sobre ustedes. Levántense, resplandezcan. Ha venido su luz. Are you in touch with that? Are you in touch with what it means to see for the very first time, to, to know you don't have to live a life of darkness there was a man by the name of John Newton who was engaged in slave trade long time ago it still goes on in our world today slave trade human trafficking 
había un hombre John Newton era en el tráfico de seres humanos de esclavos very successful a lot of money in that but he was in the dark and through a series of events he came to embrace Jesus in his life and he wrote a song that we all sing el abrazó a Jesús y escribió un himno we sing a song written by a slave trader amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found was blind but now I see sublime gracia yo fui ciego mas hoy veo yo are you in touch with that? if you're not I want to give you a simple invitation arise and shine your light has come I want to invite you to 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 believe and embrace Jesus as your light and your king quiero invitarte a abrazar a Jesús como tu rey and if you've done that if, if in some way the light has come on for you and you, you're nodding your head as I speak and you say yeah I know I've, I've been there I want to ask you another question are you in touch with the joy that Jesus Christ brings in your life estás sensible a la alegría de Jesús en tu vida are you in touch with that that doesn't mean you're happy all the time it means that you wake up every day knowing somehow that no matter what you're not going to be in the dark what motivates you to get up in the morning I can tell you what motivates me is I can still remember the earlier years of my life I can remember the first 14 years of my life and how dark that was because I was living by my own wits and my own imagination and my own plans and I was making a pretty big mess of it after 14 years I'd messed it up enough God knew I needed the light because he showed me himself and at age 14 I trusted in Jesus and it's like been, it's been like seeing in color ever since that time not to say life has been all roses and peaches and cream no but there's a difference are you in touch with the difference and the joy that comes from Jesus Christ estás sensible al gozo de Jesucristo yo desde los 14 años veo que hay una diferencia if you are in touch with that joy then here's the next step arise and shine with your joy and let your joy overflow in worship let it overflow in generosity present your gifts love God with your worship love other people with your generosity presenta Señor su amor y tu generosidad a los hombres that can go in all kinds of directions and so this is the part where your creativity comes in this week how might God be leading you how might he be guiding you with his light to be a person who overflows in worship and generosity how might that happen in the new year that's coming up it might be that you've been here for a while at sunrise and you know in your heart of hearts that you are ready to take another step and you want to publicly profess your faith and you want to be baptized and you want to be a, a partner in this community 
I want to invite you to rise up and take that step if you're ready for that. Si estás listo para creer en el Señor y, y declarar tu fe y ser bautizado. Gloria a Dios. Praise God. That's a great step. Maybe your next step is just, I need to know more. I want to know more about the Bible. I want to know more about Jesus. I want to know more about this strange group of people that I see in this room. Take that next step. Find out we're just as messed up as you. And sometimes we ignore the light, but it's there. Or maybe you've sensed, you've been feeling this tug on your sleeve to step into service and to serve in some way that is significant in our community or within the church or outside of the church, doesn't matter where. Step into that. If you need help, let us know. A lo mejor quieres servir de alguna forma, pero no sabes cómo, pues da un paso de fe. There's so many different directions you can go with your joy. You can, you can hang out with us on Friday night. Hey, we need another table or two because people are starting to catch wind of this thing and we want to have enough people to, to, you know, to be here uh, to host this. If you want to host a table today, go out there, sign up, host a table, bring your desserts. Go buy them if you have to. Do what you have to do, but you can serve, you can give, you can be a part of the overflowing joy. Let that joy of Jesus Christ come out of your life. Que el gozo del Señor Jesucristo fluya de tu vida. And if the tears overflow, don't be embarrassed. That's okay too. Si vienen las lágrimas, eso está bien también. I want to pray right now. Should we pray? And especially I want to pray if, if you're at a point of wanting to step into the light of Jesus today. I want to help you do that. Vamos a orar. Heavenly Father, thank you just for this time. We've had to think about this. Such a simple but powerful story. And there may be some here today who are realizing that life is just in the dark for them. Some are going through hard times right now and they need the light of your guidance and love. Hay personas aquí pasando pruebas y necesitan la luz de tu guianza y amor. We want to pray for them. And Lord, we have all tried to live in the place where Herod is, in the place of darkness. Forgive us. Lord Jesus, if there's someone here today that just needs you, let them simply in their heart say, come, Lord Jesus, come. Come and be with me. Si alguien te necesita que diga hoy, ven, Señor Jesús, a mi corazón. In the coming days, I pray that our hearts can be open. We may not have gold, we may not have incense, we may not have myrrh, we may not have precious spices and metals. Es posible que no tengamos ni oro, ni incienso, ni mirra. But you have given us something. Let us return it to you in worship and in generosity. Que podamos volver algo, devolver algo en adoración y generosidad. Thank you for Jesus, our light. Thank you for Jesus, our promised King. It's in his name we pray. In el nombre del Señor nuestro reprometido oramos. 
and all God's people together say, amen.